Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan. Today I will be doing predictions on the Sweet 16 and who I believe will be going to the Final Four for uh, the NCAA Women's Tournament uh, happening over the next few days starting tomorrow. Super excited for just some high caliber basketball and uh, watching some of the remaining WNBA prospects that are still playing in this tournament. Uh, we're not going to get the lottery picks uh, as they've already been eliminated and Shakira Austin, Melissa Smith, and Ryan Howard, and high caliber players like Jasmine Dickey. But uh, there's just so much to look forward to. Uh, I'm just excited to watch these match matchups and hopefully we get a, a lot of close games uh, leading up to uh, who will be decided to be going to the Final Four. So uh, I'll be going through matchup by matchup stats that I think will make the difference in the games that helps teams uh, move forward. And I'll also say what my prediction was, and you can see uh, where I messed up <laughs> in last week's prediction. Uh, I did get a couple right, and there's one that I just absolutely completely missed, and I apologize to <laughs> Louisville and Tennessee for underestimating you. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and go into these. So starting in the Greensboro region, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, I, I just think it's going to be a, a really good game and one where uh, South Carolina is going to have to have a quality fourth quarter that we haven't seen in a little bit from them. And they're just going to have to reach another level that they've been missing for, I would say, like the, the past couple months. And uh, just Boston is going to have to show her uh, Naismith uh, MVP level play to help the Gamecocks advance in this one against uh, Kelly and the Tar Heels. It's just going to be, I see this being a more high scoring game for the Gamecocks and they're going to have to put up points uh, to advance. So uh, South Carolina is led uh, obviously by Boston, but the big uh, WNBA prospect is Destiny Henderson. Boston's not eligible yet, so uh, their point guard is just going to be the, the player to watch if you're just looking specifically on who could have their name called in April. I've seen her a lot uh, in the second round in a lot of mock drafts. I don't think she goes that far. I, I think the what we're going to see is the the point guard depth in this draft is, is being uh, under-talked about and everything. I, I think Veronica Burton of Northwestern is going to be a, a really good prospect in the WNBA. I think Mia Cloudin is going to be really good, and I think Destiny Henderson has what it takes as well. So uh, really excited to see her again on a big stage. Uh, some of the things that uh, went into my prediction, South Carolina's defense has just been amazing. Uh, they only allowed 21 points to Howard, 43 points to Miami. Uh, so the, over the season, they averaged only giving up 50 points per game. Uh, North Carolina was really good too, averaging 55.3 points per game given up. Uh, North Carolina averaged 73.5 points scored, South Carolina 70.8. So there wasn't really huge margins in either of those things. Uh, the big thing is going to be on the boards. Uh, South Carolina is averaging 48.3 rebounds, North Carolina 43. And then blocks, uh, South Carolina is averaging 7.7, North Carolina 3.6. And if this ends up being a close game, North Carolina is shooting 71.4% from the line. South Carolina is shooting 67%. And uh, they're coming off just a 
absolute demolition of Arizona. I was expecting them to win that game, uh, but I did not expect them to just completely just own the Wildcats. It, it was a lot of uh, fun to watch. Uh, they won 63-45 to in that last matchup. Uh, but I do have uh, South Carolina winning. I, I see this going back and forth throughout the game. And then South Carolina just gets the plays and energy that they need in the fourth quarter that they haven't had in a little bit uh, to advance and just really create momentum for what will be the rest of their journey run. I, I definitely see them beating the Tar Heels, but uh, it's only by 11 points, and it's closer than that. It's just uh, them hitting the, the necessary free throws and making the plays needed to uh, secure the game. But I have them winning 74-63 to 63, uh, to move on to the next round. Uh, who will be playing South Carolina? Uh, I thought this matchup was going to be Iowa-Iowa State, uh, but congrats to Creighton on uh, continuing their journey run. It, it, it was a lot of fun to watch that upset and how uh, they contained Caitlin Clark for the most part. And they'll have a, another WNBA prospect to shut down in uh, Ashley Jones. So uh, really excited to watch this matchup. Uh, Iowa State scores a lot of points, but so does Creighton. Uh, Iowa State's averaging 76.6. Creighton's averaging 74.8 points per game. Uh, the One of the big keys is uh, Iowa State is shooting 81% from the line. Uh, Creighton's shooting a respectable 73.3. Uh, but, yeah, that's just impressive. And, like, I just think the three-point line is going to be huge in this one. Who can get in rhythm as both teams like the sink their threes as part of their offense. Uh, Creighton will want to force turnovers. They're averaging 7.2 per game in steals. Iowa State's averaging 5.4. Uh, Iowa State is coming off a, a huge win over Georgia, 67-44. to And then Creighton's coming off that huge upset of Iowa, 64-62. to And they beat Colorado, 84-74. Uh, I have this being close in the first half. Uh, but I see the Cyclones pulling away in the second half and winning this 68-54 to uh, to advance to the Elite Eight against uh, South Carolina. Uh, so moving on uh, to the, the next region uh, where I just completely messed up the, the Louisville-Tennessee matchup. I had uh, Gonzaga versus Oregon. So at least Gonzaga made it to the second round for me. Oregon lost to Belmont, so <laughs> I wasn't close on this one at all. Uh, but yeah, Louisville, Tennessee will just be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I, I am sad that uh, Forston will not be in the lineup uh, for Tennessee. Uh, that definitely impacted my pick on uh, who would advance in this one. Uh, but uh, really good WNBA prospects on both sides uh, in this one. Uh, Emily Inksler for Louisville. Uh, I've seen her as low as like four in WNBA mock drafts and some that she's in the second round. So that, yeah, I could see her going either way. It's just another of those players that just stuffs the stat sheet. And again, I just love players that just contribute in so many ways. I think it's just one of the big things that shows what will translate into the, the next level and everything for me. Uh, for Tennessee, it's Ray Burrell, who I, I just think is a slam dunk uh, top seven pick uh, for the upcoming draft. Uh, she'll be really dependent on to, to have a big game and uh, help the volunteers advance. Uh, Tennessee is coming off a really dramatic win over Belmont, 70-67 to, to get where they are now. 
and uh, Louisville is coming off uh, what I thought was going to be a more dominant performance, uh, how the game started against Gonzaga, but they still uh, won pretty convincingly 68-59. to uh, I do have Louisville winning this. I just think uh, they're just going to have too much firepower that Tennessee is not going to be able to answer this time. Uh, it's not going to be like uh, Belmont and Buffalo uh, where they have the talent to outlast them and everything. Like They're just going to need to have a high-quality game to advance, and I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the Cardinals to uh, keep this turning run going. But they just have a, a strong future ahead of them as well. Uh, but yeah, I see Louisville advancing to the Elite Eight. Uh, the team that will be playing them. Uh, so my prediction for this one was Michigan Baylor and South Dakota just completely uh, ruined those plans with a, just a major upset of, of Baylor. And yeah, it wasn't even that close. 61 to 47 was uh, being nice with, with how it ended. They, they just dominated from the start. So uh, it will be really interesting to see them take on uh, another WNBA top five pick in Naz Hillman. Uh, I've seen her sometimes slip into the second round in mock drafts, but I just don't see it. I, I think uh, at worst she would be the sixth pick. I think she's going to be the fifth pick for the uh, New York Liberty. Uh, but just a, another big matchup uh, for the Wolverines and Hillman to try to advance to the lead eight in South Dakota. Uh, continuing their Cinderella run. Uh, a big impact on this game that I see is, again, on the boards. Uh, Michigan is averaging 40.6 rebounds per game. South Dakota is averaging 34.2. And then uh, as far as forcing turnovers, uh, yeah, they're, they're just on a, a different level. Uh, they're only averaging 10.9 themselves per game, while Michigan is averaging 15.8. So just winning that turnover battle is going to be huge for South Dakota uh, staying in this game again against a, a high-caliber opponent like Michigan, who's coming off two double-digit victories, 74-39 over American and 64-49 over Villanova. Uh, I do have Michigan winning this in a really close game, uh, but I, I just think they have the, the players lay up around Naz Hillman to advance to the next round and face Louisville. I have Michigan winning. Uh, 63 to 58. Um, on to the Spokane region. Uh, so, so really fun matchup. This is my favorite one uh, of the Sweet 16, and that's Stanford Maryland. I could honestly see this being a, a Final Four matchup, but we're getting yet earlier on. Uh, yeah, I, I just see Maryland just being a, a team that is going to be a, a title contender next season. When you look at Angel Reese, Diamond Johnson, and Awasu, uh, just a three-headed monster right there. And then uh, Haley Jones for Stanford is going to be a lottery pick for 2023. So this, this matchup is more uh, for the future. You're not going to see any players on here have their names called uh, during the first two rounds of the of the draft uh, next month and everything. But it's, it's just going to be an amazing matchup with a, a lot of talent being displayed. Uh, so Stanford will try to uh, make this a low-scoring game. They uh, only are giving up 56.5 points per game. Maryland is giving up 67. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Maryland is averaging 79.2 points per game, and Stanford isn't too far behind at 74.4. Uh, uh, but Maryland is shooting 75.8% from the free throw line. 
Stanford shooting 68.4. So that's a pretty significant difference there. And uh, I think it's the difference at the end of the game. Uh, I see Maryland being able to advance uh, and they have the lead later in the game and they're hitting their free throws and putting the, the Cardinal away from uh, free throws that weren't hit earlier in the game for them. So uh, I have Maryland winning 79 to 71, but it's a closer game than that. They just hit the shots they need to to uh, advance and uh, beat Stanford. And then uh, on to the next matchup, uh, another one uh, that I predicted. Uh, and by the way, the Stanford-Maryland one was also one that I predicted, and I stuck with uh, who I projected to go to uh, the Final Four, making it to the next round uh, in Maryland. So this one was another one. I just saw Ohio State beating Jackson State instead of LSU. Uh, but this will be a, a matchup between Ohio State and Texas. Uh, Texas is more a, a younger team, so I do not have uh, any of their players uh, being drafted. Uh, in next month's draft, they're going to have a lot of good players that are going to be drafted over the years. But uh, Taylor Mikesell for Ohio State is someone to watch uh, as a second slash third rounder coming out for the Buckeyes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I just do not see this being a close game. I just think Texas, Texas's uh, aggressive defense is just going to be too much. Uh, they're only averaging 56.5 points allowed per game. Ohio State is averaging 65.5. Yeah, I, I just don't think that Ohio State will be able to contend with the pressure they're going to be getting. They'll be able to keep it close after the first quarter, but I think after that, it, it's all Longhorns, and uh, Texas advances 67 to 48 uh, over Ohio State. Uh, moving on uh, to the next region. Uh, so this... One with uh, NC State, I, I did not uh, have them playing uh, the Fighting Irish. I, I had IUPUI, who <laughs> got their hearts broken by Oklahoma, but kept it close. And then Notre Dame just showed why uh, they're a dark horse contender for winning it all uh, with just an absolute uh, talent show against uh, Oklahoma. They won 108-64, to and uh, Olivia Miles is just... Uh, an amazing player to watch. Uh, the two prospects to watch for this game are Alyssa Cunane of North Carolina State, who uh, is most likely going to be a first pick, a first round pick for the Wolfpack. And then uh, Maya Dotson for Notre Dame. Uh, I have her as a late second rounder or early third rounder. Uh, but yeah, just a, a lot of talent to watch and especially uh, for the future, just uh, Olivia Miles is so fun to watch, just the, the passes she makes. Uh, it's just amazing she's making them uh, as a freshman. So just really excited to see how this plays out between uh, NC State and Notre Dame. I see this being high scoring. Uh, NC State's averaging 77.3 points per game. Notre Dame's averaging 74.6. Uh, big key for me is NC State is shooting 37% from three, Notre Dame 32.6. And uh, I, I think NC State is going to hit the shots uh, that they need to to win this game. It, it will be an absolute nail-biter to the end. Uh, Notre Dame misses a, a shot to be able to advance, but uh, NC State does move on uh, to the Elite Eight. I have them winning 74-73 to 73 over Notre Dame. 
on to who will play NC State. Uh, I had UConn, Kentucky in this, and Ryan Howard and the Wildcats uh, just continuing their th thrilling run and uh, beating the enemy UConn, but uh, that did not work out for them, getting eliminated uh, in the first round. So instead, uh, we get UConn, Indiana, and uh, yeah, this is... I did not see Indiana having the, the firepower to stay in this one with the Huskies. Uh, they beat Charlotte 85-51, to 51, uh, but then uh, played a, a really good defensive team in, in Princeton. Uh, I, I honestly think Princeton would have been a, a better matchup uh, against the Huskies than the, the Hoosiers. Uh, but yeah, that's my opinion. I'm hoping it's going to be close, but uh, I think... Uh, Paige Beckers, uh, Avina Westbrook, and Kristen Williams are just going to be too much. Uh, Westbrook and Williams are the, the draft picks that are eligible for next month. Uh, I have them being uh, drafted in the second round. Uh, I think they'll be able to compete for uh, roster spots for next season, but I just don't see them uh, going above players uh, that I have picked for the first round. UConn had a a struggle against UCF with their just amazing defense, but I just do not think Indiana can put that same pressure. Uh, I have UConn winning 68 to 56, and it's not as close as that. It just gets closer um, at the end of the game in uh, garbage time. So the Elite Eight matchups will be uh, South Carolina, Iowa State, Louisville, Michigan, Maryland, Texas, and NC State, UConn. Uh, so that's what I'm Going over next, uh, South Carolina, Iowa State. I have this being another blowout. Like I mentioned in the, the game against North Carolina, I think it's just going to be uh, a reawakening for this Gamecock dominance. And uh, I think they um, absolutely destroy the Cyclones, uh, specifically on the defensive side. Like they're only averaging 50.2 points, Iowa State averaging 63.4. And then on the boards, 48.3 to 40 in advantage of South Carolina. I just think um, their defense and the second opportunity points that the Gamecocks get will just be uh, too much for the Cyclones. I have South Carolina winning 71 to 53 uh, to advance to the Final Four. Uh, on to Louisville, Michigan. And uh, yeah, this one I, I went back and forth on. Uh, I really like uh, Naz Hillman and the Wolverines, but I just I, I think Louisville is uh, hitting their stride at the, the right time. I think they Leia Brown and Naz Hillman are going to put challenge on in Emily Inksler and the, the Cardinals, but I, I just think uh, Louisville is going to hit more of their shots that they need to at the end of the game compared to Michigan. Louisville uh, is shooting 36.3% from three, where Michigan's shooting 31.3. Uh, I just yeah, have that being the, the key of the game is just star players setting, uh, stepping up for Louisville, uh, specifically Kiana Smith, uh, helping Louisville advance over Michigan 67-64. to And then uh, another really good matchup, uh, Maryland-Texas. I, I just think it's um, contrasting styles. And yeah, ultimately, whoever gets to uh, have their game plan flowing is going to win this game. It's either going to be um, Texas's stifling defense uh, causing too many mistakes for Maryland, or Maryland's just high octane, uh, high efficiency offense 
uh, tiring out the Longhorn defense and uh, forcing a high-scoring game. Uh, I, I have it being in between. Uh, I, I think Texas is not going to allow Maryland uh, to have their way in this one. It's going to be a, a close game down to the wire. But Maryland has the, the star power to uh, be able to advance in this one with a, a team that is just going to have uh, a lot of pro- great uh, lottery picks for the next two seasons. And I, I just think they are going to advance over the Longhorns 56-55 to 55, uh, to advance to the Final Four. Uh, the next matchup uh, between uh, North Carolina State and UConn. Uh, both of them are within three points on how many points they score. North Carolina State 77.3 to UConn 74.7. And then points allowed, uh, UConn has that advantage 74.3 allowed, so 77.3 for NC State. But again, really, really close. Uh, I have this again uh, going uh, off the boards uh, where NC State is averaging 42.3 boards per game compared to 38.8 for UConn. And then just being able to uh, hit their three-point shots and free throws that will just um, add to the deficit throughout the game. Uh, NC State is shooting 37% uh, beyond the arc. UConn shooting 34.5. And NC State shooting 75% from the free throw line. UConn 69.6. I just had them gradually building their lead to where it, it's convincing on who's going to win at the end. Um, I have North Carolina State winning 81-61 to 61 to advance to the Final Four. Um, so my Final Four matchups uh, will be South Carolina-Louisville and Maryland-NC State. So uh, those are my predictions. We'll see uh, how it goes this time. And uh, same as this week, I will be doing the Final Four National Championship predictions uh, next week, and then um, after that, it's going to be a lot uh, of WNBA uh, draft content uh, going over specifically who I think the Dream are going to pick, and just a, a full-on mock draft for uh, the three rounds that will be uh, a lot of fun to, to put together and everything. But yeah, thank you so much again for tuning in, and uh, tomorrow I will continue on uh, with uh, Dream Trade Hypotheticals, continuing on with... Uh, the dream and the Minnesota Lynx, uh, dream hypo- uh, sorry, trade hypotheticals. But uh, all right, again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys later.